When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me? Loud and very clear and such a sexy voice I may have. Oh, good. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing today? How is your week? Going pretty good. No doubt. Now, um, first off, you are a legend. So before she even introduces herself, we get to that point. I'm talking to a <laughs> lay I've been following years. Actually, was a dream shoot of mine. To be honest with you. So this is a big honor for me to interview her. You know, period. And um, first of all, let's just be, let, let's just go here. Award winning. <laughs> Yes. you know what I'm saying, porn star, and two times avian nominated. Now, tell me how that feels, to be nominated at the highest level of our business. Yeah, no, it's amazing. It was amazing both times. I thought mm-hmm. the first time was just kind of some weird fluke, but then it happened again, and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and so, and how many in your career? Oh, my gosh. I don't even know. <laughs> I have show you how much no you idea. Shot. <laughs> I have how no much idea. You shot, so, <laughs> and you've been going, you've been doing this for some years, ma'am. You know, yes. And the system, when they said that a female can only last three years, you have lasted way longer than that. How did oh, you do yeah. that? Um, I don't know, <laughs> to tell you the truth. I have no idea. I just kept going along and never really quit for very long. Took breaks mm-hmm. here and there, but you know. Mm-hmm. Which actually didn't feel like you took those breaks because it's kind of shooting that it kind of bridged the gap, per se. You feel what I'm saying? Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, and it kind of kept your face in the limelight. So it's uh, all I got to say is you doing, you, you doing something right and more ladies need to follow your lead, honestly. Okay. <laughs> so look, let me uh get this, let me get my particulars over with and then we can get this interview going, okay? Okay. Okay. Hello everybody and welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone who's trying to start their own podcasting career. All you have to do is download the Anchor app on your phone or go to anchor.fm today and set up a profile, monetize your episodes and start making money today as well as get distributed to all the platforms, and all this is for free. You don't have to pay a dime. So go to the Anchor app, download it, or go to anchor.fm and get yourself a profile today. 
I'm your host, Calvin Arthur, Southern Champ, a.k.a. The Porn Rap Star. Y'all know what it is. You want to see my porn. You want to hear my music. You want to follow me on social media. Go to one place and you find all that, sp- all that stuff. Allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star. Find everywhere that I'm at with one link. Also, we are sponsored by the Facebook of the Ellis community people. I'm talking about ellisworld.com. I cannot continue to give their praises. Go there, get yourself a profile, mingle with kink-minded people like yourself, and even find events in your area you might could attend to start your journey into the lifestyle. And we also a proud member of the GW District Black Podcast Network. I'm talking about multiple podcasts to give you the black experience. And while you're there, you can get some shopping done. We're talking about fashion, beauty, you know, you name it, they got it. Over 500 black retailers. So go to shopgwdistrict.com. Buy black, support black businesses, build the black economy so we can create generational wealth. Now I'm about to be quiet and let this legendary talent introduce herself. Go ahead, ma'am. Hello, I am Danica Denali. Mm -hmm. I have been in the business for 10 plus years and I'm still going strong. (laughs) And you've been in for a decade, so you've seen the changes of the business in ways that other people never have ever seen it so we're gonna get to that let's go to the beginning what got danica into the adult film industry um well let's see i was always posting pictures online as far back as i can remember all the way to the beginning of the internet (laughs) oh yes i remember them days mm -hmm. and um I don't know. The guys in the groups that I was in just kept telling me I need to be posting on pay sites. And mm-hmm. at first I'm just like, no, nobody's going to pay me. Like who wants to pay for my stuff? But um, mm-hmm. They convinced me to get on a website and I did. And that's where the professional studios found me. And I guess mm-hmm. the rest is history from there. Okay. So <laughs> your first, your first shoot with your first, that was with the score group for XL okay, score group. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you what's funny. I'm pretty sure that I've had you in some of the magazines because I used to get those magazines. Yeah. So that, that's where I first found you, actually. Oh. Okay. Um, at the time when you shot with them, did you know how major of a company they was? Not really. Not until afterwards, when um, like I I really looked them up afterwards. Mm-hmm. I, I looked them up a little bit beforehand just to make sure I wasn't being scammed. <laughs> yeah. And then um, afterwards, when I got back home, I really dove into who they are and what, what all they do. Yeah, because because you saw how professional this shit was. You were like, wait a second, these motherfuckers are serious. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So so um, let's talk about more about the shoot. It was your first shoot. Um, walk us through your feelings, your emotions, everything with the first shoot and how it went, you know, and describe Um, it to it. It was, it was crazy. So I started out only a solo performer. Um, Mm. I was so nervous. That shoot took way longer than any shoot should ever take. (laughs) (laughs) I kept... The pictures were a breeze. I can do pictures all day long, but once the, mm-hmm. the camera started rolling, I, I kept stopping it like every five minutes. And I was like, 
am I doing something wrong? Is it okay? I don't know what I'm doing. What should I do next? (laughs) You should never stop production for any reason. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because to me, it's like when they do that, it just throws off the chemistry and throws off the flow, especially when y'all getting it rolling. Yeah, well, like I said, I I was a solo act in the beginning, so it was just Mm -hmm. me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, no doubt. So, what? So, so after you did the solo, you moved to boy girl. Okay. Um, Yeah, a little a little while later. Yeah. A little while later. So, how long was it before you moved to boy girl? I want to say my third or fourth professional scene um, Mm -hmm. was a boy girl, but I still was not doing hardcore at that time. Mm -hmm. Yes. And at this time you was most your solos and stuff like that. It wasn't necessarily content, but you were pretty much on the cam sites, correct? Yes. Okay. So tell everybody how the cam sites were back then versus now. Um, back then, so I was only, I, I really only did one and that was my free cams. I did that for a long time. Yeah. I um, yeah. yeah. So uh, it, it wasn't too difficult, but you did have to install like this extra software to be able to run the cam. And then um, there were, there were glitches all the time, but yeah, that was, <laughs> other than that, it's, pretty much the same as it was mm-hmm. but um you know mm-hmm. everything's gotten better <laughs> yeah. better cameras Cause even, better <laughs> yeah cause i remember even when i talked to girls back then girls made more money with webcam than they did today but mostly because it wasn't as saturated back then as it was now that's very true yeah definitely made more in a short time than what you can make now yeah so what you were doing the solos what made you transition to boy girl um really i just wanted to try everything Mm -hmm. so the the whole thing that really made my decision for going to shoot with the professional studios in the first place was that i don't want to i don't like passing up opportunities so this one was basically just being handed to me and I was like, I can't, I can't say no. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, who else gets this opportunity ever? So I, I really should, you know, try to see what it's like. If it, if this is the, if my first shoot was my only shoot, then so be it. But at mm-hmm. least I had to try. Mm-hmm. And so, so to- um, it was the same thing when I moved into Boy Girl. I was like, I have to, I have okay. to try it. Have to at least see what this would do if I never go back to it again. That's that, you know. Okay. So with the boy girl scene, you doing your first boy girl scene. Walk us through it. Walk your feelings, your emotions with that, because like I said, this is different from being solo because now you're dealing with a actual human being versus a toy. <laughs> right. Um, so my first hardcore boy girl was with Plumper Pass, and okay. um, who was the talent? He was Levi Cash. Okay, yeah, I remember him. He he uh-huh. got used a lot. <laughs> yeah, he was so just good in every way. He was so nice to me and walked me through everything, and you know, basically just said, 
just go along with what he does and he'll take the whole scene. And I was like, okay. <laughs> He's like, you don't have to worry about anything. Don't do anything. Just do whatever, you know, not whatever he says, but he's like, I'll take the scene. I'll, I'll lead it. So I wouldn't, I didn't have to come up with anything at that point. I was so nervous. Oh, I love but that yeah, it went very well. <laughs> yeah. So with that being said, I always talk about this because I'm the podcast that we talk about the stuff that nobody wants to talk about on other shows. Uh-oh. <laughs> we going to see. Yeah, no, we get, we get, I, because my podcast is to give people the understanding the truth of porn. That it's not mm-hmm. as easy. It's not. It's, it's, it's smoking mirror to a lot of sense. So let's begin. When you did your first scene, how did the conversation come up about boundaries? Because I know that a lot of times men and women, sometimes they don't have that conversation and how important it is to have that conversation before you do a shoot about boundaries. Um, yeah, it's um, it's always come up with me. So the first time... Um, we it was like a huge conversation basically he was just like so this is your first time I was like yeah and he was like so um you know what are you comfortable with what are you uncomfortable with what are we not going to be doing today like we went through the whole thing so that Mm -hmm. that first one was just perfect Mm -hmm. and how did it make you feel to know that he wanted to know your boundaries and y'all had that discussion did it help you feel scene and loosened you up even more oh definitely definitely um you know when you're brand new and you're doing your first stuff you kind of feel like Mm -hmm. you know you're being thrown into a lot of stuff at once and Mm -hmm. so for him to take the time to sit down and really go over certain things like that just calmed me it put my mind at ease Mm -hmm. because you know all kinds of things go through your mind (laughs) oh yeah most definitely because a lot in your situation um, especially when you're going to do pay shoots, you don't get to meet the guy beforehand unless y'all work together prior. Correct. So it's kind of like... You, yeah, we don't know yeah. who we're going to shoot with on professional scenes until we get there. Mm-hmm. So with that, how do guys break the ice with ladies when is their situation? Oh, everybody is so different. Um, sometimes, you know, they'll just come up and give you a little hug and shake your hand and say, Hey, I'm, you know, whoever. And mm-hmm. then we go over a little bit, um, of what we're going to do. You mostly we go over what we're going to do with the producer though. So with the, the photographer, mm-hmm. videographer, mm-hmm. director person, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, everybody's different. Sometimes it's just a real quick, short conversation. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's like a really deep like long conversation. Like some, some, of the, some of the talent really wants to know like extreme details. Like, can I touch your feet? Can I, is it okay if I put my hands in your hair? Like some of them get really, really detailed. And I like that. That's <laughs> really awesome. And some of yeah, them are just because, like, okay, no anal gotcha. <laughs> yeah. and then we move on. No, because, because what you don't want to do is do something that's going to make the scene go left. Mm-hmm. And just kill the vibe because once that happened, you can't get it back. It's exactly. hard to get it back. I've been there. Yeah. So, said you done shot with the top companies. Okay. Mm-hmm. Explain how what you learned from working with them, how you shaped it to what you're doing on your own. Um, 
definitely, it helped me figure out, um, camera angles for sure. Um, and also how long each, you know, part of the scene should be and how long the scene should be in general as well. Um, but really when you're doing your own content, a lot of that just goes out the window because you kind of just do whatever you can (laughs) basically. Cause I I don't usually have a photographer Mm. on hand that can just drop everything, you know, Mm -hmm. and you live close to me, (laughs) (laughs) close to me. (laughs) (laughs) Here's a phone call. Okay, let's do it. Come school. I'm always down (laughs) taking pictures and filming being a cameraman. So, but, but with that being said, because you just said that, um, how do you find your male talents and what criteria do you use to find your male talent, especially for trade? Um, with male talent, I only work with established male talent. Um, they don't necessarily have to be somebody who's been in the professional side because that's just not always a thing anymore, but mm-hmm. definitely someone who's experienced okay. and who knows, mm-hmm. who knows what I'm talking about. If I, you know, Mm-hmm. happen to say I don't even know like I don't I don't even know the the lingo off the top of my head I just know what to say but if I have to yeah. go off and explain what I'm talking about mm-hmm. to the to the male talent and be like okay <laughs> this isn't gonna work out <laughs> oh no no because because even to the point that people don't realize the dance between the female and the male talent is the walls Mm-hmm. Uh, with chemistry, with the angles and stuff like that, and 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 I know the one thing that you found out when you speak to it that did you come in thinking that filming in front of the camera doing a fuck scene was going to be easy? And after you did the scene, did you learn how much energy it takes to do an actual porn scene? Um, yeah, actually, I was so nervous my first time that I, I really had no idea what to expect at all. I had no idea if it was going to be easy or hard or how it was going to work. I had no idea. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, it was, it was definitely not at all what I thought. I really thought, um, (laughs) I really thought that everything was shot like, okay, you know how regular movies are shot. Like you do, you do a scene and then you have to redo the scene and then redo the scene again. I kind of thought that there would be multiple takes and that, you know, Mm -hmm. to get all kinds of different angles and stuff, but there's really Mm -hmm. not, there's really not very many unless you mess it up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You have to redo it. Because to be honest with you, it takes more time for the photo shoot than the actual scene. Oh, for sure, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Especially, especially because um, with you working with professional photographers, because I see that you stay to a certain level of professionalism and a certain look. Explain to people why you do not defer from that look and you continue to, to keep have that high-level professional, professionally shot porn star look. You get where I'm coming from? Yeah. Um, I I just like to keep it consistent, I guess. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't want it to look unprofessional. Unless, mm-hmm. unless that's specifically what I'm going for. I do have 
a handful of scenes that I've done myself that are just like, mm-hmm. like you'd watch it and you'd be like, what? <laughs> but um, for the most part, yeah, I like to keep it. I like to keep everything really that way. <laughs> Professional, mm-hmm. classy, done right the whole the whole nine yards i really like all of that i like the way it looks it doesn't feel trashy Mm -hmm. if that's the right word i don't want to offend anybody (laughs) no you ain't offending nobody baby girl this is uncensored say your feelings say your truth if they (laughs) fuck their feelings that's how i do on my podcast (laughs) we get more we get way more loose on patreon we're gonna break on there because we're gonna talk some porn tales on that one but (laughs) but but the thing of it is is that i i see that you make it a point to be sexy. You make it a point to present yourself as a sex symbol. And and and, and to also be that you're a BBW. Mm-hmm. Um, how important is it to create that allure of sex symbol in this business? And 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 what have you learned creating that, you know what I'm saying, creating that image about yourself? Yeah. Um, it is very hard being a BBW to keep um, keep out of the fetish side. I I don't want to be fetishized as a BBW. I just want mm-hmm. you know to be like and and I, when I say fetishized, I mean like um, gainers and um, I, I hated them videos. I hated yeah, them. I don't like that and um, dom stuff. I don't necessarily want to you know be a dom dominant dominatrix there you go um that kind of stuff that that all um, most bbws are fetishized in Mm. certain ways and i'm just i try to break out of that Mm -hmm. and not be you know fetishy i guess Mm -hmm. although i am getting into the era of milf which is pretty fetishy (laughs) but yeah there's nothing wrong with that because that's what's hot. Yeah, and it's not it's not BBW specific, so. So, which is funny because I was looking at some of your pictures and stuff. It's funny, your tits made you a lot of money, but you have a nice <laughs> ass. So, did Thank anybody you. even notice the booty? <laughs> some, yeah, sometimes they do. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, because <laughs> um, you have been on score, I think you have been on a lot of big titty sites. Uh-huh. And um, it, I, I was always told that they said titty makes more money than... Uh, yes, I believe it, it is for the most part. Mm-hmm. Break it down to me. Tell the people. Um, for BBW, you have to have the big boobs. It just doesn't make sense otherwise. Um, mm-hmm. There are some girls out there who are just you know, big butts. Um, Mm -hmm. And they've, they've made it work and they are doing an Mm -hmm. amazing job, but for the most part, it is the boobs. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because did you ever do the, uh, the boob cruise for score? No. Uh, I I, I said, do do they even still do that? Um, not at the moment that I know of, mm-hmm. um, because of the whole mm-hmm. pandemic thing, but, um, yeah. I don't know, maybe later. <laughs> I know they've, they've <laughs> had a lot of changes, mm-hmm. a lot of changes company-wide, so I'm not really sure yeah. what they do anymore. Yeah. So when the pandemic hit, how did you adjust? Ooh, um, 
that was difficult. So uh, the pandemic came just as I had started getting back because I was gone for a little while and then I came back and um, I was going to go to all the expos that year and attend a bunch of events in um, Vegas and Atlanta and New York and all this stuff. And then all of a sudden I couldn't. (laughs) So, you know, I really had to readjust everything. And for a little while I just kind of sat around and I was like, okay, that's it. This is over. And like, I had no idea because um, my, my husband wasn't working. My kids weren't in school anymore. And mm-hmm. I had nowhere to go that I could make my own content because you couldn't go to hotels either at that point. Mm-hmm. And it was just insane. But um, somehow I pulled myself together around the summertime last year and, and started getting it. Did a lot of solo stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That was interesting because I'll be wondering how do you girls stay motivated when you're doing solos? Cause I know that gets boring sometimes. Cause not everybody's into dildos. Yeah, um, it it definitely gets difficult to try to come up with fresh ideas. Um, mm-hmm. It was not easy. Luckily, um, I was able to finally get into a hotel room, um, mm-hmm. which changed up a bunch of stuff, and I was able to come up with more ideas on the spot, but. Yeah, that was a very difficult year for all of us. I think. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That 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 would make me start the podcasting. And actually, I ended up retiring from oh. the porn business. You know, oh, okay. it was just yeah. I'm the kind of yeah. I'm the kind of person. If it's pulling me, I'm gonna let it pull me. So, mm-hmm. but don't get it twisted. That, that I might would come out for you though. I ain't gonna fight <laughs> you a legend. Ain't no way. Ain't no way I would not pass it up. But anyway, I'm just just chatting. But like I said, now let's get to to the crux of things. Okay. okay. The, the the real shit. Because it's something no one really talk about. Now you a lady that been in this business. Right. You have a standalone site. You have multiple sites. Please tell everybody the different the changes over the year of how we made money on the net. Because um, you went from an era before you speak, when we went from an era <laughs> where you wasn't considered a porn star, you have a standalone site. Now everybody wants OnlyFans. Go ahead, speak. Yeah. Um, so I agree. You you could have your own site, um, whether you were a porn star or not. But I th- personally, I think what made someone a porn star was being, um, you know, recorded professionally, being put on yes. their websites and their DVDs and put in their magazines when they did mm-hmm. magazines. I'm not sure if those are around anymore. No, not really. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, and that is so being on the professional sites was what would help make you money in the non-professional world, like the clips for sale and the, yeah. the Southern charms. That's what I was on for a while and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, with OnlyFans, I don't know. Personally, I just feel like there's a difference between porn star and content creator. It's not mm. the same thing. Um, mm. I don't know. That's just my opinion. Expound. Expound, because I want you to expound on that. Because okay. All the time. Yeah, it's just a lot of people think it's the same, but it's not. There's some kind of 
there's a there's a professional air i guess to yeah i got you ladies who have done the professional work like actual real porn stars who do real work um there's just there's a different kind of air to it i don't i don't know how else to explain it but i don't Mm -hmm. know with content creators it's just different they they think it's just easy to just set up a camera and take a bunch of pictures and you know do this guy or do that guy and and they think they're a Mm. porn star and that's just i don't think that's right they're a content creator Mm-hmm. It's not the same thing. I don't know. And there yeah. are a bunch no, of different no. aspects in it too. So like mm-hmm. professionally, you know, we know that we have to get tested. We know that we have to do certain things, this, that, and the other. And that's just not something they do all the time. And so the crossover can be dangerous. Yeah. And that's why for the most part, I only work with very established talent who knows the protocol for the professional side and who isn't just running around, you know, shooting mm-hmm. content with anybody who will say yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, yeah. Even though in some cases in defense of some of us men, we kind of have no choice. Yeah. No, I <laughs> because understand. You, but because because they're, they're, some of them. Um, so I know another girl industry, she's a porn star she um, was talking to me about a male content creator the other, not the other day, a few weeks ago. And um, he was over or he was going to come over to try to shoot some content with her. But then she overheard that he had done a scene unprotected with a content creator who mm-hmm. admitted that she had not been tested. And so mm-hmm. that, completely threw all his testing out the window at that point and so mm-hmm. um he got mad when my friend canceled on him mm-hmm. because she heard that and he admitted yes that was true mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it's just it it gets difficult it gets sketchy yeah. yeah yeah it gets sketchy there that's a good word yeah it, gets <laughs> it definitely sketchy. gets yeah. sketchy. no because see because even to the the point of that like I tell people, your test is only as good as the last person you fuck. Mm-hmm. So with that, which is a great segue, speak to how a porn star has to change their personal sex habits to yes. be in this. Oh speak my God, yes. Okay. Before this industry, I was a lot more free with myself, I guess. Um, I, I was on different... Um, not really dating websites, but, you know, different websites or whatever, where mm-hmm. you flirts and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie. I hooked up a couple times with people, but um, mm-hmm. it just now there is absolutely no way on this earth that I would ever <laughs> just <laughs> randomly hook up. I'm so surprised I never caught anything because I was so mm-hmm. stupid. Like, how stupid? Yeah. So dumb. <laughs> well, you know what they say? God, look out for fools and babies. So right. <laughs> we be some fools sometimes, God dang. You be looking out yes, for us. I was definitely acting a fool, that's for sure. But, yeah, no, now, never. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. There would not be any chance. And anytime I shoot with anybody, 
and they had their test. If their test is more than about a week old, I'm like, okay, well, who have you worked with? Were they tested? And who have they worked mm -hmm. with? Did you even ask them? So like, we've got to go mm -hmm. back like generations of testing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Down the line, it, make sure everybody was tested. <laughs> yeah, because or, uh, I tell people, safe. because even you remember this in high school, shoot a girl that escorted. Right. You, yeah. you, you, you could even if you escorted, found on back page, you would not get work. Yeah. You know, period. So it's like the game it changed because the game got so normalized. It's normalized mm -hmm. to watch it, but not normalized to be in it. Mm hmm. Yeah. Definitely. You know? And it changed so much. So if we're speaking about changes, because I get to talk to somebody that's been in this business as long as I have, speak <laughs> to how the number of companies that shot BBWs dwindled over the years and why. Um, I don't really know. Uh, for, for me, it's different. So um, okay. in the beginning... I only knew of the two score and plumper pass. That's mm -hmm. all I knew. Um, mm -hmm. <clears throat> I don't know why I was, I was very, um, I don't want to say naive, but I was, I was pretty blind to the whole industry. So I really don't mm -hmm. know what was going on at that point in the beginning. But mm -hmm. now I know that there are, there are many more, there's, you know, the score and plumper pass. And then, um, what else was there? Um, <clears throat> pure BBW. There's yeah. what Jeff models and scale busting mm -hmm. babes. And there's great lakes mm -hmm. erotica. I mean, so many others shoot with BBW now. Mm. It's, it's crazy to me. Yeah. No, cause I mean, even from my days, remember back in the day, you had the major, major company that was up there with just underneath vivid. That was your BBW. So it's West Coast production, black ice, uh, What's the okay. other one? Invasive angles, you know, period. Score right. and plumper pass was actually more for the, the white girls. Uh -huh. And then you had to mix it with the people in Hollywood or what have you. Um, okay. But like I said, but also the changes is that one of the things is that the AVN started recognizing you ladies more. Yes. When did, you know, when did you start noticing that and did you feel BBW-wise when that started happening? Um, so I don't know. So with the AVN, I know that in the beginning, when I first started, there was, there were no categories for BPW whatsoever. No. Even if there was like best hits and best ass, it was, it always went to, um, a regular girl mainstream. There you go. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that when I came back after, so I, I took a break in 2015 when I came back from that break. Yeah. Um, it was like everything exploded. So there was BBW awards now, and that had just gotten mm -hmm. started when I, when I left and then, mm -hmm. um, and now AVN now has recognizes a bunch of us. And I'm just like, wow, this is really blowing up. This is a great time to be yeah. <laughs> in BBW born. Even to the point, I was talking to a lady that was from Romania. They look to y'all very heavy in Europe. Oh wow! Um, okay. And she, as she was, she she named uh, she named you as one of the ones that she looked at. Um, but like I said, it. How did it feel to then the years 
survived a bit of 10 years and be looked at as an icon and a trendsetter for the BBW genre? Wow. Um, I don't know. <laughs> That's I mean, because you technically are. You technically are, babe. Let's be real. Okay. I mean, I, I really don't know. Um, I do get emails and, and messages a lot that says, you know, stuff like, thank you so much for doing what you do. Um, you know, I have more confidence in myself because of you and all this other stuff. And I love that. Um, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. I'm, I'm a very humble person, so (laughs) I I don't really, I can't really, (laughs) I just don't know. Well, if you you don't want to before you, how about that? Two, two. Okay. (laughs) Two, two. Most definitely. So now, You've been the business, like I said, I'm going to keep saying you've been the business for 10 years. You, you, you're a legend in this. Mm-hmm. There's ups and downs in this business. No one wants mm-hmm. to talk about it. Okay. We're about to talk about it. Okay. What does Danica do when the money's not flowing right? What techniques do you use to help increase your traffic and increase your, your money flow? Um, so um, when it really comes down to it, I still have a family to help support. So If Mm -hmm. I have to, I will get like a regular part-time job if I needed to. Um, I've driven, I've driven Uber and Lyft. I've done DoorDash and I've delivered pizza. I bet you ran some fans too. I'm pretty sure you ran some fans too. (laughs) (laughs) And I delivering for Domino's. That one was the best. Um, Nobody recognized me because I, in my uniform, I have to wear a hat and then the mask, of course. So it was really difficult for people to even mm-hmm. recognize me. But that one was always fun. Oh, but, my God. Um, That's the scene, people. That's the I scene. Know. Danica delivering <laughs> you pizza. I didn't tell anybody I worked at Domino's until after I stopped working at Domino's because I just didn't want <laughs> that kind of attention. People would be ordering Domino's like crazy. We might I get know. Danica. <laughs> what about 10 of them? <laughs> <laughs> so but like but I said yeah, but in, industry is, wise you know right. you just have to you have to work harder and I mean I'm not gonna lie I would join other malls only fans and their websites and stuff to to see what maybe they're doing that I'm not doing and um you know you get you get ideas that way as long as you make it your own you're not exactly copying anybody <laughs> that's my opinion yeah, and to be honest with you, what's the original idea? Because all the ideas been used up by now. Exactly. So, <laughs> the only thing you do is you put your own spin to it. I'm like, no matter what. Yeah. So I did a, And you definitely have show. to ask your fans, too. Like, what do y'all want to yeah. see? What do you like? You know, what have I done that you like that you'd want to see me mm-hmm. redo or maybe revisit and mm-hmm. change up a little bit? So you really mm-hmm. got to get into into it with your fans. So do you do fan meetups? No. Okay. Now, why? Um, I just, I don't know what they expect um, for fan meetups. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I, you know, I could, there are other girls I know who do them and I could ask them, but I don't want to offend anybody. So I don't even bother with anything so instead of asking you know my industry friends what do you do during fan meetups i just i don't know i just decided against it altogether you know i'm just not going to do that i'm not going to even try that a lot of fan meetups 
a lot of fan meetups is the guys he 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 wants the porn stars thing. She wants to fuck. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I mean, what, beard days. Are, go ahead. Yeah, that's that's what I have always assumed, and um, so that's like the worst case scenario for me. So, mm-hmm. in that effect, I'm just like, you know what? I'm just not gonna I'm not gonna do fan meetups at all, and that's just gonna cover mm-hmm. all that. <laughs> yeah, because you just met the girl, but mm-hmm. be it that because around the time where the internet started taking over. The mm-hmm. pricing for shoots went down. Cause it used to be a time where girls would make a thousand per shoot. Yeah. Whether they were BBW or not. I remember that. And when the pricing went down, when girls had to travel, guess what they had to do to make up for getting paid three hundred dollars a scene? Yeah. Or $400 wow. Three hundred dollars a scene. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and these were Hollywood companies now. We talk about Hollywood companies that were paying these girls three hundred a scene. And it used to be a time wow. they were giving thousands. You know, period, which forced mm-hmm. them to have to do escorting. So, yeah, they didn't want them to do. You kind of forced them into because you didn't want to pay what you wanted to pay them because you were figuring. And let me guess, and let me tell you who actually they shorted the worst: BBWs. Oh, I'm sure that's yeah. that would start the BBWs to escort it because they were making a thousand. Then all of a sudden, now we're gonna pay you three hundred. Now we're gonna pay you four hundred. You know, period. Mm-hmm. And it didn't matter whether she was a newbie or not, which part of me why I said Hollywood has always dropped the ball when it came to the BBWs. That's just my okay. opinion. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I used to yeah. I used to do a meetup where like I would just meet someone at, for coffee or whatever. And mm-hmm. but I just stopped doing that because mm-hmm. it takes a lot of time. Like I have to get ready it's like i'm getting ready for a date and i'm like going to meet this guy and then coming back home and i just feel like i lost so much time in that mm-hmm. meetup that i just yeah. i just stopped doing them all together yeah. and then everybody wants so much more but you know what i tell people when you it's just like i talked to a girl that only did solos i said mm-hmm. when you take something off the table you got to compensate and make the other shit way better to compensate mm-hmm. for the money that you're losing for you not doing meetups or you not doing what have you, right. which you have obviously have done for your longevity in the business. You feel what I'm yeah. saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, man, I'm trying to think what else I want to ask you. <laughs> also, <laughs> but at the same time, I'm also married. So we have, yeah. we have two incomes. So I don't, I don't really have to rely on, you know, my mm-hmm. income as a performer Mm-hmm. You know, now, now, now that's interesting because see, I, I, I was about to say we might not even get to that part <laughs> with the way this interview going. <laughs> part of the reason why I bring the girls back as many times as I do because there's a lot of things that I would like to talk about that I can't get to within an hour, right? So, and you will be coming back, am I correct, Miss Lady? Yes, absolutely. All you Danica fans, y'all get to hear her again. Now, with that being said. <laughs> Speak to having that support system at home that allows you to chase this business. A lot of people oh. don't have that. Yeah, no, he is amazing. Like, <clears throat> and it's funny because I never realized how lucky I really am and how good I actually have it until I hear from other girls. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, I can't do this because my boyfriend doesn't like it. And I'm just like, huh? Like, I don't understand <laughs> that. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, I can't, you know, I don't know. I have one friend now who 
her boyfriend doesn't mind her doing the the boy girl scenes but he's also a photographer he absolutely Mm -hmm. will not shoot a boy girl scene for her Mm -hmm. and he doesn't want to hear about it when she's done nothing just go do your business and then come home and that's it (laughs) that is fucking crazy to me that's crazy i know but go ahead whereas um my husband like i mean he he's never had to shoot anything for me but he would if if it came down to it and Mm -hmm. um like you know if i come home from a scene he's like hey how'd it go and i'm like oh it went so great you know and i just go on and on Mm -hmm. about how everything went and how excited I am to edit that and put it together. Or if it was a professional one, I just tell him everything. And he's like, wow, that's awesome. And like, I don't know. There's, <laughs> I don't even think that man feels jealousy. <laughs> like, I don't know if it even exists in his body. Well, see, that's the thing about it is that the biggest misconception that y'all ladies don't have men. Y'all don't have kids. Y'all don't have jobs. Right. Oh, I know. You know, you know, period. Like I hear a girl say, well, how can I get a job? I do porn. Apply for it, motherfucker. That's what you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because exactly. I be hating that, and that's and that's why I do this so people can understand. No, we do work a nine to five. I work at a rest home doing laundry. Mm-hmm. I see. Sh- I leave it. I work a shitty job. Literally, yeah, a lot of. Sh- so yeah, yeah. And you I mean, my husband about how- when when his hours got cut at work, he he got a second job so that I didn't have to go get a job. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just. You do what you have to do sometimes. And yeah, I, I did have a part-time job <clears throat> at Domino's, but you know, at the same time, he was really working his butt off so that I could stay home and do the porn. <laughs> mm-hmm. Most definitely. Most definitely. See, that's called a high value man. That's a high value man, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, for sure. <laughs> that's a high value man. Yeah. So also with the things you've done, let's see, because you've done a lot of different things. Okay. Have you done a game bang? No, not yet. Okay, then. Is that something you plan to do? Um, I, It's not in planning, but I definitely want to. Okay, okay. Oh, my goodness. How many? How many do you think you can handle? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I just know what? that it just, it sounds awesome to just, like, sit on the floor and just have, like, a circle of guys just mm-hmm. come all over me. I don't know. That just sounds amazing to me. See, now you're making me smoke a cigarette, girl. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds like uh, so fun. It sounds so, like so much fun. I would love that. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I did a reverse game bang where I did three girls. But, you know oh, saying, okay. Which, was, which, which yeah. is not as, as wide open or wild as that of a game bang. Uh-huh. Because because you can only fuck one, so True. you gotta do something. <laughs> yeah. Versus you, the dudes around you, you suck it. You just go around and suck a dick, suck a dick, suck a dick. We can't do that. We can't just because that's a lot. <laughs> a lot of y'all ain't gonna just stand there and eat the pussy. Y'all gonna want to lay back and sit on the chair or something. Right. You know? <laughs> but shoot, but but like I said, I mean, you your career spanned many years, many yes. years. And the last question I want to ask you is what have you learned from your decade of being in this business that you can tell anybody that's trying to break in this business? Um, wow. 
So, um, okay. I, I have helped two or three girls get into the business and, um, literally the first thing I tell them is to trust no one. True. Trust no one because once that person has used you for whatever purpose they need you for, they're just going to throw you away. And unfortunately that's just how the business a lot of, uh, that's how a lot of people in this industry are, unfortunately. Um, and yeah, the, you know, don't trust people with your secrets because they will turn around and tell everybody the first chance they get. Cattiness Mm. is just insane. (laughs) See, now, now y'all see why I'm gonna be bringing her back because now <laughs> she just basically told you that she's gonna be coming back to Patreon because we gonna get very candid. You down for coming to Patreon and get very candid for porn tales, but we talk about all very candidly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is they got to pay to hear this, so it's not gonna oh, be aired okay. everywhere. So they got to come to Patreon here, so you can be as open as you want, babe. All right. You can vent. You can vent. Our- <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I even talked about my porn beats. Oh. And had a couple. Yeah. So, so most definitely. So, tell everybody where they can find you, Gorgeous. Um, I am everywhere. The best place to find me is at um, danicasboobs.com. And that will give you every link to everywhere I am on the internet. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But I'm on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok and I'm everywhere. <laughs> Most definitely. Most definitely. Yeah, so again, definitely, definitely it, find my, my OnlyFans too. <laughs> oh yes. And buy her shit. Support. Please. Real fans spend money. <laughs> and you really get a lot for the low membership price of seven dollars a month. I mean everything that's on the timeline stays there and it's all open. So I never delete anything. And- and you're talking about 10 years of content, people. So that's a lot of content. Uh, well, on OnlyFans, it's only a, a year and a half. <laughs> oh, you, well, it don't even matter because even they, whether it's the OnlyFans, whether it's the Summer Charms, if mm-hmm. they go to danicaboobs.com, yep. everywhere. That's the case. Danica, danicaboobs.com. No doubt. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of experience? You didn't learn anything. Smoke that over. Thank you for coming to the lounge, darling. Bye-bye.